Looks like it's that time again on the dial to start another episode of We Live on a Planet. It's Friday, September 18th, 2020. This is episode 427 of We Live on a Planet, and I'm glad that you're tuned in on this Friday. Currently in the city of Oswego, New York, it's 52 degrees Fahrenheit. Feels only like 48 degrees Highs are going to be 57 degrees Fahrenheit, so it's going to be chilly. Fall is in the air, that's for sure. Winds are currently out of the northeast, 7 miles per hour, 57 degrees. I'll take that compared to what my friends and family are dealing with over on the west coast. My thoughts and positive vibes go out to all my friends and family out on the west coast. You guys are really, really suffering high heats, fires, yeah. Stick around, we have a good show though. We'll be right back. Thanks for tuning back in. Like I said, I'm really thinking about my friends and family over on the West Coast. My buddy lives in Oregon and uh, Bend. The other day, the air quality was at 475 in the hazardous conditions and the sliding scale of things upstate new york yesterday was 26 our air quality he was looking at 475 it's in the purple in the sliding scale of the the little chart that shows air quality on the apple weather there's only a scoonch more that ben could have raised up on that scale for the hazardous they didn't have any further to go the meter just ended and wouldn't have read it terrible just terrible so my thoughts are out for you so this podcast perfectly in pod perfectly imperfect podcast that's for sure and i'm like hey if i make mistakes or whatever i don't edit and i go forward well i friday or monday definitely i stepped on my toes and put my foot in my mouth more than once on that episode <laughs> because i'm coming up on three years not four years podcasting shows how terrible my math is october will be three years not four years and then i also said how 52 years old sounded old and that's i should not have said that because <laughs> my wife's 52 and the way it came out where I'm like, hey, I'm 50, but for some reason, 52 sounds old. After I listened to it, I was like, oops. <laughs> so sorry, honey, you're not old. It's just, it's weird because I, when I read the paper and I hear of somebody like a 54-year-old got injured or died or whatever, I'm like, man, that's old. And then I, it hits me where I'm like, wait a minute, that's not old. That's you, you idiot. That's you. You're 50. That's me. Oh, my God. Oh, it's funny how that works. So, yeah. But the fall feeling is definitely in the air. Have you had a chance to check out Mulan, the live action that Disney Plus has out? That's good. That's good. Um, my wife and I don't watch movies that much. But um, we really enjoyed the live action of Mulan. It was good. We It was very entertaining. I'm looking forward. To, I got to check out Cobra Kai. My oldest daughter told me to check that out, and then I was got got my hairs cut the other day. And when I was at the barber, the guy I deal with asked me, he's like, hey, have you checked out Cobra Kai? And I'm like, no. And he's like, oh, it's money. 
And I'm like, I heard you're not like the only person that's told me that. So I have to check Cobra Kai out. It's weird. I I have the streaming services, but I don't commit to watching a lot of shows. I'll have it 90% of the time on news and just have it on in the background. And maybe I shouldn't watch news as much because the news is always so gloom and doom and dark and not good. And the divide, I talked on Monday's episode how I said it felt like we're living in a civil war because we really, it, 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 we are, I feel like we are, and it stinks. It, it's really disheartening and it bums me out and it makes me bummed out because I, I'm that type of guy. I just want everybody to get along always anyways. I really am. And so it bothers me. It makes me uncomfortable when I see people dissing other people on Facebook, you know, and you'll read the comments or whatever, even if they're people you don't know. It's disheartening, and I read that, and I'm like, why are, why are we like that? Why? It's so sad. It's so sad. That's what I always liked about when I started on this app, Anchor, almost three years ago, the positivity that I've always gotten from this, pod, from this podcast community, and I still do, and I like that. And um, knock on wood, all these years that I have been podcasting, I've never been trolled by anybody um i haven't had anybody call in and say terrible things to me it's always been positive that they like the show and keep going and keep moving forward so that that makes me feel good it's hard to find that out on social media platforms nowadays because you can't say that you like vanilla ice cream without getting yelled at by somebody I have become so gun-shy of social media that I don't even post anything anymore, really. I just kind of, well, I take that back. I promote the show. That's about it. Speaking of the show, the show must go on. So let's do what we normally do, all of our fun stuff. We'll head on over to our normal things and get some wrinkles on our brain, the facts site, and um, like the weird history of the Amsterdam eel riots. Yeah. You remember hearing about the Amsterdam eel riots? Oh, you don't? Well, we'll learn about them today. Stick around. We'll be right back. Welcome back. It's always so nice to have you here with me. Otherwise, it'd be pretty boring doing this all by myself. So thanks for coming on over and saying hello to me. I appreciate it. Okay, let's head on over to the History Channel's website first. Then we'll head on over to the Facts site. On the History Channel's website today, on today's date, September 18, 1793, George Washington lays the cornerstone to the United States Capitol building, the home of the legislative branch of the American government. The building would take nearly a century to complete as architects came and went. The British set fire to it, and it was called into use during the Civil War. I have never seen the Capitol. I would like to. Um, Capitol building, I've never seen it. I've never been to Washington, and I'd like to. I said that on my last show. I'd like to go check out the Lincoln Memorial and all the groovy things that are there. 1976, China. One million people attend funeral of Mao Zedong. 
More than one million people gather at the Great Hall of the People of Beijing for the funeral of Mao Zedong, the leader of the Chinese Communist Party and chairman of the People's Republic of China since 1949. He died on September 9th, 1976, at the age of 82. 1975, Hearst, or crime, Patty Hearst is captured by police. Patty Hearst. She's the 19-year-old daughter of the newspaper publisher Randolph Hearst. She was kidnapped from her apartment in Berkeley. She ended up being arrested later on. All right, what else do we have? 1973, Jimmy Carter files report on UFO sighting. What? There was a uh, there was a sighting in UF of a UFO here. Oh, what state was it here in America? The other day, and it turned out, and I saw photos of it or video of it, and it was pretty convincing. I mean, I was looking at it and going, "There's something in the sky that is unidentified." So it definitely was a UFO. Come to find out, it was the Goodyear blimp. There's a blimp, but boy, the video I saw of it, it looked like a traditional quote-unquote ufo the shape of it the way it was the angle and the video and everything that i saw of it it looked very much like a saucer or something but it ended up just being a blimp it's funny when people say you know ufo you instantly think alien but that truly was a ufo because it was an unidentified flying object until it became identified as such all right western expansion 1846 the struggling donner party sends ahead to california for food the donner party art literature and film history 1974 doris day wins a lawsuit wins a 22.8 million dollar malpractice suit against her former lawyer Wow, that's a lot of loot back in 1974. <laughs> that's a lot of loot today. Uh, 1987, hundreds are accidentally poisoned in Brazil. Huh. They were uh, poisoned by radiation. You can go, any of these things that might sound familiar or not familiar. Um, maybe familiar to you, or they sound like you want to learn more about it, go to the History Channel's website because you can open up all of these and there's uh, much more to tell about them, such as in the Cold War in 1960, Cadet, uh, Fidel Castro arrives in New York City. Oh, in 1862, Civil War, Union General George B. McClellan lets Confederates retreat from Antietam. Antinum started yesterday, the Battle of Antinum. And I think that that does, that's pretty good for this day of history. Like I said, there's much more that you can learn, and I encourage you to head on over to the History Channel's website and get a wrinkle on your brain. Speaking of wrinkles on our brain, we're going to continue with that when we come back and head on over to the fact site. So stick around. We'll be right back. Welcome back, welcome back, welcome back. 
The Weird History of the Amsterdam Eel Riots. The Weird History of the Amsterdam Eel Riots. There was once a traditional Dutch game known as eel grabbing. <laughs> oh my god, this sounds terrible. Whereby a rope was strung up between two houses across a canal and a live eel tied to the middle. Why in God's name would they do this? Men in small boats would float under the string and try to yank the eel from it. The winner would often receive a hefty sum, and some winner's pots being as much as six gillards a week's wages. So was, if you could grab this eel, you, it's pretty lucrative. How did this slippery sport start a riot? Well, on Saturday the 25th of July, 1886, a large crowd of people gathered to witness a game of now outlawed eel grabbing. Well, of course it's outlawed now. In Lindergrat in Amsterdam. Four officers by a nearby police station set out to put a stop to the spectacle. Entering one of the houses from which the rope had been tied up and cutting it down. Oh boy, that's one way to anger the Dutch. However, this didn't go well with the huge crowd of people who had turned up and watched the, some eel grabbing. As soon as the police exited the house, one of the disgruntled spectators started beating the officer with his umbrella. First umbrellas to batons. A few hours later, this had turned into a full-blown riot, with police using their batons to beat the ba and back the rampage Massage welts, the rioters hurled rocks and other projectiles at the police. As nightfall came, the temperature dropped, and so did the temperature of the rioters. Commonly incident down and seemingly bring it to a close. Another day, another Dutch dispute. But as dawn came, the rioters now, invigorated after a dizzying night's rest, returned to force returned in force to storm the police station and protest to their illegal game of eel grabbing being stopped. This led to the military being mobilized and getting out their guns. As you can imagine, this led to a pretty big confrontation between the armed soldiers and the unarmed rioters. The tragedy of it all, though, what happened next was the same thing that always happens in history when people with guns stand up to people or would people without guns stand up to people with guns? The army fired their muskets into the crowd, enveloping the whole scene in smoke, as smokeless gunpowder had yet to be invented. And as the smoke cleared, 26 rioters lay dead on the street, with the rest having fled back to their homes. In the aftermath of these riots, 2,000 protesters were arrested, and the police Officers were treated to cigars. So that's the story of the Amsterdam's infamous eel riots, which led to the death of 26 people. Wow. Can you believe that? That's pretty tragic. It's weird that there was a sport like that, but to end up to find out that 26 people ended up dying over something that I don't understand why they played in the first place. It's pretty strange. Pretty strange. But 
we learn something. A little wrinkle on our brain. Stick around. Hey, welcome back. I so appreciate the time that you spend with me over here. We live on a planet, mistakes and all. I want to um, recognize before we end the show, recognize happy birthday to the United States Air Force, September 18th, 1947. This is the birth of the Air Force, and our oldest daughter spent 12 years in the Air Force, and um, I'm awful proud of her. Also, prisoner of war and the missing of action recognition day is today here in America. And also, Rosh Hashanah begins at um, sundown today, too. So, yeah, this was fun. I really appreciate your time, like I always do. So, kudos to you. Thank you for being such a great crowd. Um, a great, just support for me. You know, this is, we live on a planet is so much to me. It's a way for me to just kind of get my thoughts and feelings and ideas out there. It's weird though. You know, I still my I get such racing thoughts. I had business cards made up quite a while ago by Vistaprint. And you know how I always end up, end off with a show where I'm always say, be curious and not judgmental. And that's Walt Whitman quote. When I made these cards up, I spelt judgmental and I left the E out and everything on my wherever where else on social media where i say be curious and don't and not judgmental i don't have any e in it and judgmental is spelt without an e but can have an e in it if it's an adjective and it bothers me so much now that i have my card like that that those are the stupid things sometimes where i'm sleeping and i have racing thoughts where all of a sudden i'm like i have all these business cards when I hand them out, does the person look at where it says, don't be curious and don't, not judgmental? And are they instantly judging? Because if they're really educated, they'd look and go, there's an E in judgment. There shouldn't be an E. And then I wonder if they judge me. <laughs> and that's so stupid. These are the dumb things that um, go through my mind. Oh, before we end the show, my new bed, new bed woes. I was, if you follow the show, you know that I'm, um, I told you how we got a new memory foam mattress and there was like a dent in it up near the head where on my side and a dent in the, the memory foam. And I, I didn't know what it was. I thought it was the cover and I took all the photos of it, sent it all to the warranty and they're like, Oh, it just seems like it's the cover. And I'm like, it's not the cover. There's something making it dent. And so the guy ends up telling me, well, you're going to have to take the cover off, unzip it, and do all this. And I'm like, what a pain this is going to be because it's all, like, tight fit. But I unzipped it, did all that, got to where that fold was in the memory phone, and it was a big wad of, like, glue to where this spot had been, I don't know, repaired or whatever. And it's like a brand-new mattress. So I contact the company back and they're like oh yeah we're gonna take care of it. we're gonna give you a new cover and i'm like no 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 it's not just the cover it's the foam itself is damaged and there's glue on it so they end up giving me a message back and the message states oh, let me let me pull it up i'll i'll read you what the message state 
Hey, Patrick, I followed up with Jane from the manufacturer, and this is what she stated. It is where there was a tear in the foam, and they glued it. It should smooth out once they put on the new cover. So here's a brand new mattress. They let they they damage it in their factory, makeshift fix it, send it to me, fixed, quote unquote fixed, and I'm supposed to be okay with that. <laughs> a brand new mattress, and I'm supposed to be. So I ended up messaging them saying, so they knew the mattress was damaged and they'd send it to me anyway. I brought a brand new mattress, not one that has been fixed, quote unquote. This isn't an acceptable answer. And I didn't hear from them. And so I ended up leaving them quite a long message saying how I didn't think the owner of this company got where he was by selling damaged products, yada, yada, yada. And uh, I ended up hearing right back from them and saying, we're going to order a new mattress and swap it out with your current model. And then we'll keep you in the loop. So I had to really fight. And I didn't want, there was no reason I should. I couldn't believe that they were, had admitted they damaged it. And we're like, yeah, well, what's the problem? It's where the glue is, where we fixed it. What, that's not a, acceptable for you? And it's like, no, that's not acceptable. Now, had I gone in and they said to me, it's a scratch and dent or it's damaged, but it's going to be discounted X amount. It's not where you put your body or your head. You're not going to be affected by it. All right, then you know what you're dealing with, but not to t sell me a brand new product that's been damaged by you, and I'm supposed to be okay with it. So yeah, that was a big, that was a big. Uh... No. Yeah, <laughs> no, not gonna do it. So I'm glad I stood my ground, and that's not usually easy for me to do because I, I don't know, but I I wasn't a jerk about it, so. All right, my friends, thank you for your time. Thank you for stopping over, and I appreciate it. And as always, do your best to stay curious and not judgmental with an E or without either one. Get a hold of me, too, WLOAP.com. I'd love to hear from you. All right, my friends, peace. Ooh, almost forgot. <laughs>